Welcome to the Legacy Blueprint. I'm Joe Evangelisti and I'm your host. We'll be talking about leveling up your business, leveling up your personal life, leveling up your relationships so you can create your own legacy. Today I want to talk about your proven process, which becomes your unfair advantage, right? How do we beat the competition in the marketplace? How do we how do we keep it so that we're the only people doing it at a big level and all the rest of them just become the wayside, right? Proven process is the answer to that success, right? So how do we define proven process? Well, proven process is what you take and what you do really, really well, and it's your unique way of doing it so that you're successful. Here's the fact. Most people do things pretty well. They have a thing that they do that makes them money. They, they, they try to become consistent at it, but they never boil it down into what is the secret sauce to your business, right? What is our proven process and how do we find that? So today, I want to take a minute and explain proven process. So hopefully you can implement this into your business, implement this into your life and create massive change, right? Number one with proven process is we have to define our unique ability, right? What makes us unique? What makes us great? Every one of us, every one of you listening has a zone that you get in where you're in that zone. I don't care if you're an artist. I don't care if you're a photographer. I don't care if you're a salesperson. Whatever it is you do, when you're in your zone, you cannot be touched. You are amazing at that thing, right? Your confidence level's high, your energy level's high, and you're delivering on all eight cylinders, right? How do we figure out how to bottle that unique ability into something that you can continue to do over and over again? See, you hear people say, do what you love. But the fact of the matter is, if you love what you do, it becomes something that you love, right? So so you have to start to figure out, is the niche that I'm in something that I can continue to do for, for a long, long time? And if I continue to do that, how do I find ways to fall in love with certain processes? How do I find ways to fall in love with my ability as a human being, my unique ability, so that I can deliver consistently time and time and time again? Number one with unique ability comes from living it, right? I did the last episode, talked a little bit about how to figure out who you are, the type of person you are. A lot of you have heard my story about how I used to be like Clark Kent and Superman jumping in and out of the telephone booth trying to figure out who I was. And then one day I had an epiphany and I got clear on it and I decided where I was going to go all in on that particular business, right? Learning what that is for you comes from deciding what it is that you love to do and what it is that you hate to do. Real quick, real quick um, way of doing that is to literally list out all the things you've done in the last seven days, all the things. I'm talking waking up the kids, getting ready for work, going to the gym, preparing dinners, anything you did at work, sales calls, follow-ups, the whole thing, emails. Write a list of all the things that you've accomplished. This is something we do at our high-level events when we, when we host our events, we actually get people to sit there for five quiet minutes and just list out all the things that you're great at. I'm sorry, all the things that you do in a given week, right? Next, we want to do is we want to divide these things into things we love to do and things we don't really love to do. Now, we take it a different different uh, direction. We go into four quadrants, right? We do, we do love. We do things that we're just good at. We do things that we're okay at, but we do anyway. And then we do things that we hate, right? If you want to break it into four categories, that's even better. But at the end of the day, what you need to do is take the things that you're good at, you're great at, and you love doing, and focus more on those things. That is your unique ability. 
Most of the time, if you've been in business for a while, you've been in life for a while, those things aren't going to change. They're ingrained in you. They're embedded in you. They're things that, that you that you grew up being around, things you grew up being good or bad at, right? So it's okay to be honest with yourself at this juncture, what you're good and bad at, right? And then turn around and take the list of all the things you're good at and start to look deep into that. Those things are most likely... 80, 90, 100% of those things are your unique ability. They're the things that you're great at doing. What we need to do with the rest of those things is learn to delegate them. Learn to learn to get some outside hires in. Learn to get rid of those things off our list. A lot of times that can come from another employee or another teammate that you bring on board that turns out to be really, really good at the things that you don't like doing, right? That's why they say opposites attract. Staying in your unique ability, staying in the things that you love to do and the things that you're good at, that's going to help you define your UA and stay in your UA, make make your UA your unique ability, and, and make great decisions around how to spend your time focused in those places. The second piece of it is creating your proven process. Now you understand what you're really, really good at, let's start to take account of what we do really well. You know, if you're in mortgages, maybe your proven process has to do with being in front of clients and talking to them and trying to sell them on certain products or help them find their way on certain products. And that's what makes you great. The educational process, the helping others, right? If you're in some sort of marketing, um, you know, uh, department or some sort of marketing uh, culture, maybe your unique ability is writing great subject lines that get opened and delivering great content to people that are going to get them to react and, and, and actually getting people engaged in your content, right? That might be your unique ability. No matter what it is you do, you do something that you love and you do it better than most people around you. That's gonna be how you focus on getting your unique ability and then figuring out what works. Creating the process around it is simply taking the time to write down and sometimes annoying detail what it looks like to get from point A to point B. So again, if you're in the mortgage business, what's the first lead call, contact call coming in, all the way to closing. What does that look like in a detailed bullet point, you know, step-by-step process? You know, we take an application, we make sure we get the buyer's information, we make sure we run credit, you know, so on and so forth. It gets ad nauseum for those of us that do it for a living because we think, well, why should we need to do all this? Well, we need to do all this so we can eventually start to delegate and elevate ourselves out of the position of doing all the little things, right? Creating a process package around the whole thing. Think about like McDonald's. If anybody's ever seen the movie, Matt, what's that movie called? The Founder. The Founder. Look, Matt's here. Matt's here, guys. If anybody's ever seen The Founder, the whole basis of the the background of McDonald's is they spent more time dialing in their processes than they actually did their food, right? They didn't go out to create the best burger in the world. They created the most efficient way to deliver a burger that people would like to continue to eat, right? And that is where the process end of it comes in. How do you dial that in? And one of the things I like to ask myself when I'm creating those processes is, what makes it ELF, right? When we're designing a new process or a new business, I wanna figure out the ways to keep it easy, lucrative, and fun, right? I wanna dial it into easy, lucrative, and fun, and I wanna make sure that we're cutting out all the monotony in between where it becomes easy and lucrative and fun, where those things don't merge? Are we creating a difficult business? Are we scaling chaos? Are we creating systems and processes that are hard for people to handle? Are they doing duplicate um, measures of work, right? So we wanna make sure we're, we're really, really crystal clear. And you can't do that until you list out the entire process and then you can start to pick it apart, right? So how do we create the unfair advantage now? You have your process, you know your unique ability, 
how do we create the unfair advantage? Well, what makes it unfair is that first of all, you're way more efficient than your competition because most of them never took the first two steps, right? Most people in business will never spend enough time looking inside to figure out what their unique ability is, let alone do that for their teammates to figure out what their unique ability is so that everyone's gotten the right person in the right seat and they're dialed in, right? So do those two things first and then work on unfair advantage. What makes your offer better than everyone else, right? How do you change the game to make sure that you deliver more value, maximum value to the end user, to the client, to the customer, maximum value over your competition? Now, when I say maximum value, a lot of people immediately go back to cheaper. How do I make it cheaper? How do I make it how do I make it easier? Easier is a great word, but cheaper is is a contradictory term. Sometimes you can have the best offer and you can create an unfair advantage and be the most expensive person. But where is the value being taken? Where is the value being given? And how are you trading value for your particular product, right? So creating an unfair advantage, what makes you what makes your offer better than somebody else? Again, better could be time savings, could be money savings, could be you know their ability to help them leverage themselves and create more with less could be a better opportunity for them, right? And then once we get that dialed in, start to dial in the systems that help you automate things. So you guys know your processes. You know that a lot of those processes at the very beginning are generally handled manually, right? Maybe the application process or the sales process or the, um, or the uh, direct mail or whatever gets the, per- the person in the front door, the funnel process, right? Those things can be automated a lot of times, but a lot of times at the very beginning of your business, everything's manual. So how do we start to create things that are less manual, more automated, generate automatic return, automatically done, and start to to make things a lot more efficient and effective? This is the secret to being able to eventually step away from your business and go create another one and go do it again and replicate it and replicate it. That's multiplication, right? Next level from proven process Creating that unfair advantage is multiplication. We're going to talk about that on a different episode. But if you found value in this, all I ask for you to do is share with your friends, run into iTunes, give us a review, tell us what your thoughts are, and let us know if this is helping you level up, helping you create better relationships, helping you build a better business so ultimately you can leave a legacy.